You are listening to the Green Lantern Corecast, episode number 25. This episode, Washbuckle Boots. Welcome, everybody, to the Green Island Corecast. I'm your host, Frank Mattel. And joining us today are Kuhan, the ever slightly rambunctious, greatest member of this cast, yeah. member guy, Kuhan. Also, Colton, the greatest guy that ever lived. I mean, bar none. He's like the one guy we'll have in my corner. If I didn't have Eric or Brandon or Kuhan or... That's funny. Hey, I make a great human shield. Uh, and also, Eric... Always present with a quick, you know, you know, quick wit, razor sharp uh, intellect, you know, outstanding, great guy, you know, he's just, he's just awesome. So, God yeah, I love. And Brandon, Brandon West, what can I say about this guy? He's like, he's like some sort of brother to me. Aww. Not like blood, but you know, like brother to me, like you know, inside. You're the chip to my Dale Frank. It's just a. This is a race thing. And are you guys in a hurry? And so good. And today we're going to bring you pretty much our review of Brightest Day number twenty-one and Green Lantern number sixty-three. The prelude to the all-anticipated Green Lantern Wars, or the War to Green Lantern, actually. That's to say, we're going to start off with Brightest Day number twenty-one. The uh, pretty much a combination, the ending of the story of, of John Jones' uh, little run, where he pretty much finally defeats his all-evil and achieves his power-up mode <laughs> in, I mean, in ha, spectacular ha, ha. fashion. In spectacular fashion. And then melts. Uh, what, what can I say about this issue? It's pretty much, I mean, it's, it's weird to say that we haven't seen John Jones in such a long time in the Brightest Day, in the Brightest Day books. I mean, his books... His book is pretty much ended. I forget what issue back. What like issue? What fifteen, fourteen, something like that. I'm not sure. Like they they pretty much stopped, and then we went into the rest of the the uh, the prelude into the Aqua War, and then we, you know. Jackson. Oh wow! But uh, yeah, it was before the Dead Man and the Grandpa, and it was before the Hawks and Aqua yep. War. So it's yep, been a good seen, six, yeah. seven issues. We we pretty much haven't seen the the our friendly Green Martian in a while, so. Pretty much, this is the his end story, like his uh, or his end of his plot point in Brightest Day, where uh, he you know defeats his evil sexual rapist of a lover, and uh, <laughs> and burns her alive in the you know in the in the heat of the sun. I mean, how can you not end that? You know, like pretty much, like he sacrifices himself to you know to you destroy the parasite of what she would probably do to the, you know humanity, kill everyone, and they survive it. 
comes out with a powerful, nice, new, shiny white suit, which, you know, gives him a shirt, <laughs> then goes off and saves some people burning in some forest. Or, you know, I mean, Star City, I mean. And then uh, gives himself up to the white light. And that's pretty much what happened, isn't it? I mean, that's, in, in all that broken up fashion that I just said that, that's pretty much exactly what happened in that issue. Didn't, didn't everyone yeah. die? Uh, not everyone. yet. Firestorm's still alive. Yeah, Firestorm's still running around Quard. I kind of like his suit. I think he should. I think if he if he kills White Lantern, at least he'd look stylish. I think his suit is fine as long as he gets rid of those giant boots. <laughs> That's not cool. But uh, you a boot hater. I'm a, what what is it called? Wash buckle boots or something like oh, that. Oh, wash buckle. That is really funny. You think they're called wash buckles? Wash buckle. Wash buckle. Buckler boots. They're fucking ear boots. Buckler. That's good. What would happen if he chose Mars as his home? Would it come back to life and that's what he did, the race? Right? No, no, he chose Earth. Earth. No, he chose Mars. That's why no. Earth is... No, no choose your home and he flies off to Earth. He chose Earth. He chose he Mars. Chose that's why we have Star City he, blowing he up and Earth. volcanoes are all no, around he, the world. He said choose your home and he flies off to Earth. Yeah, he Because chose- it's blowing up. No, it says choose your world, choose your home. And he ran to Earth. Because it was blowing up with volcanoes. It was actually blowing up prior to him choosing, uh, you know, which world he was going to go to. Because the white ring knew he was going to choose. Yes, it it is a supreme entity. It understands. It knew he was going to choose Mars, and it's making Earth into Mars. (laughs) That's what I got out of it. Why well, I got out of it is you don't understand what you read. Nowhere. You got it pretty. You got it pretty wrong. It makes you feel any better. <laughs> it's pretty. It's I want to. I do want to say. Does anybody else feel like the structure of this series should have been like this? Right. This is the major. This guy actually killed himself, I and mean, we know from the other issues before this, the last seven issues, everyone has come back to life or been turned into white powder. Right. So right. white powder. <laughs> white powder. But um. Wouldn't it have been better to end an issue with him killing himself, right? And then not know what happens to him. And then later have everybody get res- – when you have the white power thing happen, have that happen to everybody. You know, I mean, life restored. I mean, why, why, why ruin his big moment like this, you know? I mean, it's, it, is a, it would have been a cathartic ending if not for the fact that it's not cathartic at all. You know what I mean? You mean have everybody come back when he comes back? Or they should have had an issue end with him. There's, there's multiple points in this issue where they should have – there's multiple points in this issue where they should have um, ended. They should have no. They sh- they should have had all the cliffhangers we're confu- we're complaining about because it's like, hey, that's not really a cliffhanger because uh, you know uh, we know what happens to that guy, <laughs> or like you know that's not really a cliffhanger because we know that she put him in a mental hole. The issue before she says in this issue, I'm pregnant, and he's like, no, you're not. A panel later, why not end an issue with I'm pregnant? You know, and he gets killed halfway through the issue and comes back. It's like, why not end an issue with that? I mean, why? Why do they? It, this is this is another example of they obviously needed two more issues, you know, or obviously thought they were going to have two more issues, kind of a thing. They did in the issue with him turning into cocaine, which I think you've said every time. <laughs> Indeed, I have. He doesn't become, you know, powder in this issue. He doesn't. And this kind of melts. In, yeah, he actually becomes uh, one with the earth, or you know, melts with the earth, which is completely different yeah, they make from a everything point else. To say, yeah. The earth has accepted they're, telling- they're not actually dead at all. They're just being sected into the Yahweh or whatever it's called. So, yeah, overall, another disappointing issue. Some really cool art, I think. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, and, that um, that suicide page was great. Just, I mean, you know, wish, yeah, epic, 
epic uh, epic battle and everything. Very cool. Cathartic ending for the storyline, if not for the fact that it was... It, just like every other storyline in the series, if not for the fact that it was related to Brightest Day, it would have been a good ending. <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately. But, yeah. Overall, um, you know, it's too bad. So sad. Uh, you're dead. <laughs> no, one point in this issue, um, it's not essential to anything i just thought it was really weird um if you look at that uh splash page with the justice league and everybody on the beach if you look closely you can see aqualad and aqua girl hugging each other like moments after they're not hugging each other they are caressing each other no no he's consoling her and she's basically not doing anything they are caressing each other while (laughs) he's only consoling her Consult. They're not like about to like go out or anything. I just think he's, if that's the case, he's really taking advantage of the situation. It's not very nice of him to be <laughs> doing that to a young woman. So, Colton, don't you have anything to say about this issue besides the word cocaine again? <laughs> well, I actually did. I actually did like that there was actual focus on a single scene. That's one of my main complaints. Has been they just kind of been skipping back and forth without getting anything much of a time, and. uh I did like how he sacrificed himself nobly. I mean, did he know he was going to come back to life? I can't remember. But I did like the idea that he was willing to die to, uh, to, save, the, to save the world from uh, creating some kind of mutant monster baby with this murderous demon thing. And yeah, I, I did like that. I just kind of wish uh, we, we, we'd get to what is happening to these guys after they disappear. That's one of my main concerns is what are they doing? Yeah, but that'll be, but that'll, be, that'll be addressed later, so I guess it's not too bad. But I... I'm, I I think I, this is one of the issues I enjoyed more than the past few Brightest Day. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I don't like that they dumbed down the John story so much to the point where it was like it was a big deal that the char- there was another Green Martian. But then for her to be so insanely evil, it's almost like, yeah, I really don't have any choice but to kill you. I, I wish there was any other option, but uh, I literally – Well, no. That, well, I was just going to say after Colton that uh, it, I didn't think he had to kill her. I mean – we could have just if she, if she was so in love with him, was she really going to destroy the world if he killed himself? You know, he could have just killed himself and let that be that. You know, kill himself. He should have just put yeah. her in prison, like whatever, and try to reform her, like they're supposed to. Cause well, not even stuff. reform. Well, I don't think you can control her like that. She's. I mean, how do you control somebody who can? Well, remember, she's supposed to be a supreme uh, telepathic. Uh, you did the same thing they did with all the other uh, the White Martians and stuff. Yeah, but again, hers is. Supremely more advanced than the White Martian telepathy, or you know, or uh, thought suggestion abilities that they have. Bigger. Really hers were, yeah, hers was is more uh, chaotic. That's why she's the way she is. I just think he's really gun ho to kill herself. I think John's got some issues, and no, 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 it's that entire thing for the for the issue. Uh, John's did not uh, know that he was going to come back after he killed himself. He was just right? sacrificing himself. He was just sacrificing himself for the greater good, which was no. he sacrificing his, his life for the life of everyone else. He, you know, he's and crazy. It, There's no reason he had to kill himself. That's so really, you, that's that's, that's what the you, first that's what Like they've it's been true. no, it's true. I agree with you. That that option was you know was uh, above and beyond something that he shouldn't have gone for at the first of the list. He should have actually tried to be on the route that Eric said. He should have tried to re- rehabilitate her or tried to at least, but uh. Yeah, was he was pissed. Case. He was pissed off. It wouldn't have been that dramatic. It wouldn't have been, you know, this is the no. uh, you know the the compilation, the end point of my plot point here. You know, it wouldn't have been as hard hitting. So, 
you know. would have been as dramatic and or as proving itself as, as rushed as it is. Right, right. <laughs> it, 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 it does. Feel, I do. I do like the little. There is a little panel that brings up Batman's um, uh, oh, knowledge as to why he, uh, you know, how alien the white light can is be. I mean, it's first there. That's the first time you know Batman has ever even said anything about him being possessed by the White Ring at one point. So, yeah, well, right. I guess, yeah. Or the apparently, he told Superman about it. Was that it? Like, yeah, he told, he, he told Superman and uh, a few other people. So it's like, it's a good point. It's a good point. You know, remember Batman when you tested the ring? Yes, and it was super smart. It, what? <laughs> no. well, why does Superman such a naive jerk? If Hal was here, it's like, what did You'd Hal be even remotely the do about it? Yeah, what would Hal even remotely know? That was just. John's way of saying, like, oh, I'm just going to reference the fact that, you know, how uh, <laughs> Batman was a dick to him last week. But why is Superman such a naive moron? Like, how will know what to do? And what, well, that, what I mean, that was the first first instinct for how, right? I mean, when the first series first started, we saw the White Lantern in Arizona, and it was like, well, why wouldn't you send the Green Lantern to fuck with a, another White Lantern? Just like with Blackest Night, it was like a whole shit ton of. Black Lanterns show up. Why not ask Green Lantern what the fuck is going on? Now, why not ask Alan Scott? <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> uh, I guess well, yeah, that was another problem with this book was ignoring the continuity that's going on in JSA. Where Alan's cripple. Well, not even cripple. He's just stardust now. But whatever. I'll ignore it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Pretend. Right, so, so basically, you know, we have our we have our ups and downs with the issue. It's not bad. It would have been a solid piece with John, you know, sacrificing himself. It had, if it had ended with him sacrificing himself instead of you know playing, you know, pulling the wool over our eyes and going, like, "Gotcha, he's still alive." Yeah, double splash page is even more offensive when you think about it because why are we getting a double splash page? You knew exactly what was going to happen. It's almost like, and we didn't even get double uh, whatever double splash page for life return. That happened to everybody, you know. <laughs> no, it didn't happen to everybody. Remember, Jade didn't get that. Jay got well, an off handed yeah. panel. Off handed panel. Well, I think the the goal was, you know, oh my god, he's gonna kill himself and we know that uh everybody you know, everybody's dying right now, so he might actually die. That was the intent. But uh either it was either that or dead man's gonna pop up as soon as he gets back from the sun and boom, you're dead again. Yeah, least, that would have been know, better. John was able to save two children. So, so we're we're almost at the, we're almost at the end of the story, and do you guys, three more issues. Yeah, three three more issues. Uh, how do you guys think it's going to end? Uh, it'll probably lead into another. Uh, is it going to have you know, any? Ramif- is it going to have any ramifications at all, or is it just going to like mean nothing? It's going to lead to the next story. I mean, that's, like that's story, clear. Right? It's not a bad. Oh, you know, I don't know. I guess it's not a bad question because it could. But then, isn't the next story Flashpoint? Well, I'm not saying it's going to lead into Flashpoint, but I'm saying it's going to lead into the next big thing, you know. Yeah. It's going to, I mean, this whole series was was supposed to showcase these seven characters and she kind of abruptly like, farted its way to the conclusion. <laughs> and uh, whatever this black, you know, thing is that's... Uh, yeah, the entity, evil. the Avatar of Death. Like whatever the Avatar of Life or whatever. Um, that'll probably tie in the Green Lantern somehow, and uh, that'll be, you know, next year's thing. Yeah, the much I, I keep thinking about this, the Avatar of Life and Death whole whole scenario, you know, harks back to the whole monitor and anti-monitor thing that was going on, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, I said the monitor show back up again. But no, I, I guess think, not. I think, what I'm, really, I think, what, I think what I'm really asking is, should I go back and read these? <laughs> I think if you grab them and trade... They might read a lot better. 
I yeah, think, you could probably, probably grab it on a trade. Maybe because I, I was telling, I, I, like I said, I reread a lot of the issues in anticipation of the Aqua War, and um, it did not read very well at all. It was kind of haphazard, and people were in different spots of the country constantly. I mean, it was a little, a little all over the place. Especially, like I said, the big gap in, you know, uh, the big gap in that storyline, at least. And John's been sitting on the moon for months now, I think. <laughs> the moon, Mars, for months now. <laughs> so, so no. no. No, I say no. <laughs> uh, Eric says no. Uh, I can't. Say- conscious, I don't think anybody can conscious can really recommend this series. It was a big waste of time, and I think for the endings we're getting, they're satisfying endings cathartically, but not really considering. Well, it's time. not over yet, so I, I can't say that they're not satisfying because he, I, we have no idea what's going to. But happen. he can't say at this point. No, I think I think we we've gotten conclusive endings to the at least some of the storylines, and I mean the the other Martian is. Dead, presumably, um, you know the Hawk, the Aqua Wars ended. All the, I mean, the Aqua, the Martian Manator villain is presumably dead. Um, when presumably, I mean, she's dead unless they bring her back. Um, the Hawk storyline is over. Um, the Aquaman characters all said basically, see you next Aquaman miniseries. You know, and <laughs> all that stuff is pretty much done. We're just now we're waiting for the actual Lantern stuff to wrap up. And right. I don't know. I don't think they've given up enough enough honestly proper nouns and uh geography and situations to really make me care as far as i know it's a big evil light versus a big good light and the mm-hmm. good light seems kind of shady that's that's all i know and it's a right. little too little mysterious ways so, it works in mysterious ways yeah so what what will it take to redeem make it all worth it i don't know i don't think there's anything they could do because any twist they're going to introduce at this point is not gonna well not even twist can can would you be satisfied with the seven fighting this giant black. Well, that's what's going to happen, right? But um, no, well, that's, that's what, what I expect. See, that's the weirdest thing to actually say if the seven actually fight the, you know, whatever it is that they're supposed to fight. I mean, they're nowhere near in this book. It all revolves around, you know, the, uh, oh, you're talking about the seven characters that were brought back. I'm thinking about the freaking Rainbow Brigade. Mama's sake. Yeah. No, oh, I'm thinking that I maybe if some of them died, maybe if, uh, you know, this, this, there was some kind of ramification to this. It would have been nice if they dead all would have come back. <laughs> dead man has to die. Dead man has to stay dead. You know what would have yeah. been really cool is if they would have brought all these characters back and then they would have just been dead at the end of the miniseries because that would have showed, I think, like, <laughs> I mean, it would have been kind of like, but what was the point of that? But it also, well, if, if it wasn't Aquaman, you know, if it wasn't Aquaman and Martian Manhunter, I would, they, I would, there would have been a small chance of that happening, but. It's Aquaman. So yeah, I mean, they, they're obviously they. Obviously, this whole series is, was designed to showcase all these characters and get them into new. Pl- I mean, get them into places where they can be used viably as franchises and stuff. Which is, you mm-hmm. know, which is cynical, but it's also it's also condescending to us, the audience and stuff. So any real ramifications aren't really going to be felt. I mean, I think like I think what uh, you guys have suggested already, the best we can hope for, and this seems crazy to say, but the best we can hope for is just going to tie into the next storyline, which hopefully will redeem it. You know. Because really, think about it. This is the ending of this is again the ending of Blackest Night, right? I mean, we're right. getting the end of Blackest Night here, and it's still leading into something else, or it's barely ending, kind of a thing. I don't know. It just definitely seems like everybody involved is jumping ship at this point. So, right. how should I, why should I care? Well, that's well, those are good thoughts. That's, that's yeah. I can't. I can't even. I can't even. I, I can't even try to defend it. At this point. Can't even come up with a coherent thought. Just like, yeah, I can't yeah, come up with a coherent thought. It's yeah. You know what? Let's move on to Green Lantern. Yay. Woo! I can come right, so up with coherent th- thoughts for this. All right, so <laughs> Green Lantern 63, the uh, prelude to the War to Green Lanterns, shows us uh, a little bit at, more as to what Corona had been doing during, uh, you know, his stint as taller than what he is now. Uh, <laughs> and basically, it's it's sort of it's, it's again a uh, a retcon as to what you know what we've known as Corona's original origin. 
again, his punishment seems to be uh, becoming different and more different than what it was. Because originally, as we all know, or needs to be explained to the to the you know hearing public, uh, his origin was that he was a mad scientist or a, a great scientist, depending on which uh, iteration you're reading, and that wanted to know the uh, what was the beginning of all all life or you know the creation of the universe. And you know, again, if you saw so that Justice League, you know, uh, unlimited episode, is a giant hand that crushes the universe and then <laughs> cro- becomes you know our our universe. So Krona seeing this. He accidentally unleashes evil, or you know, as they say, "quote unquote," what is evil, and creates the anti the anti monitor universe, you know, the anti matter universe, and in in the ensuing project creates the multiverse. Now that whole that whole system of uh, strings of events that I just said leads into what Cronus uh, uh, punishment was. Now this origin story apparently reveals that Cronus was behind the uh, the malfunctions of the Manhunter robots. Which first caused the destruction of, you know, Sector 666, the Lost Sector, and, you know, Atrocitus' home sector, and killing his forever daddy forever, yeah. <laughs> um, and in the, he, he did it while wearing a, what seems to be, power gauntlet, which is using a super Green Lantern ring, yeah, super, uh, super <laughs> uh, power gauntlet, which seems to be strapped to a battery pack on his back, which wasn't shaped as a, as a uh, Green Lantern battery at that point, more of a cylindrical shape. And uh, is using Green Lantern Ring as a control metal. Now, the funny thing about this seems to be that Krona not only was the one investigating uh, Green, the Green Will Energy, was also the creator of the original, or was, or stole the plans. Who knows? He could have been the creator of, the, uh, of that device. He could have stole it. Who knows? We said he was last issue. He said he's the one who figured it out to harness willpower last issue. And we're yeah, but he could have been bolstering, you know. He, you know, he could, we could, he's seen it. But, yeah, but again, you're right. Jeff Johns never really bolsters things. He just says everything full on. It's so, everybody's yeah. exposition, yeah. 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 So yeah, Krona actually created the uh, what we now know as the Green Lantern uh, control rings, and he also um, seems to be the one who created the uh, at least the end phrase of the Green Lantern's uh, oath. And beware his power. So apparently, his power is actually Krona's wrath. So, uh, yeah, every time a Green Lantern ever says, beware my power, they're actually talking about Krona. Well, they're actually talking about themselves, but they're quoting, no. they're quoting Krona. It's harking back to Krona. Harking back to Krona. Yes. Now, the issue itself, I didn't, I didn't dislike. I mean, I actually enjoyed it. It was actually a good little uh, tidbit. It's a, it's a retcon in all its glory, but it's, uh, yep. you know, it's, <laughs> it's not bad. It's actually not a bad retcon. It actually you know, gets more more thought into what's going on into the Green Lantern history, especially now after we learn everything about the willpower, uh, willpower and the Green Lantern light not being that of the Guardians, you know, not their not their power, but a party a power that they harnessed. Uh, so it's it's I enjoyed it. It, it. You know, I'm always I always like seeing more technological things and and in most books, so seeing a power guy strapped to a power battery on Krona's back was like, oh, that's awesome, Super Soaker. Super Soaker, whatever, whatever. It's 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 sort of it sort of makes me uh, want to see more as to what's going to go down and what and how this how does this little prelude pertain into what's leading into the into a uh, War of Green Lanterns? Uh, so you know, what are your thoughts? Let's, let's hear from Colton first because he never Colton. gets to talk. Colton, your thoughts? <gasps> I'm first. I'm going to cherish this moment. And he's wasting it. He's wasting it. <laughs> okay, okay. Wasting it, right? <laughs> okay, okay. And Kuhan. Go. Okay. Yeah, let's be thankful. If, you, if you'll stop. Talk. Hey, Carlton, your time's up here. 
but one one of the things I really liked is even though it is retconning, admittedly, I like the idea that they we're finally getting a chance to explore the backstory a bit more in depth because most of the backstory we get is uh, the Guardians just harnesses power. We get Green Lanterns, you know. Here's the Green Lanterns. I mean, they they talk about some of the stuff that happened in the past, but we never get it in detail like this. So I hope at least if there does have to be retcons, that at least we'll get more depth into the past, which I think could be a benefit towards the Green Lantern mythology. One of the things I wanted to uh, first mention was uh, the whole uh, Manhunters thing. Uh, admittedly, this is both a, uh, a telling story, but uh, I don't know if, he's, if he had his thoughts all in the right place, if you know what I mean. I mean, he, he does prove his point, yes, he proves his point that the Manhunters were a bad idea because, you know, robots could at any point go wrong. It Couldn't he have just destroyed a small village or something? Or a dude, or had them turn against the Guardians, maybe? Yes. I mean, it seems like... No, no, that seems... A whole space sector. I mean, I know you want to emphasize your point, but that's... A whole triangular shape sector maybe, maybe, of the maybe just, yeah. maybe just destroy Alderaan, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, why why stop at one sector if you're going to go for an entire sector? Why not half the universe? No one's going to miss it. Who's going to miss it? Uh, uh, the people that live there, or the people that you know travel to a different place. Exactly. Or the people, or the people, the people who lose their kids, and the, and the kids are like you know forever, and then and then they lie to their kids because it's clearly <laughs> not forever. <laughs> I love how he's all talking about emotion. He's like, well, yeah, I wept for days because I murdered these people. What about you? It's like, well, then why did you kill them? Yeah, he's obviously just insane. I mean, that's not bad. As we all know, he is Corona, and he is mad. He's a mad <laughs> scientist. Clearly, 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 the Guardians weren't exaggerating when they called him the Mad Guardian. No fucking kidding. This guy is a bag of nuts. Yeah, we called him Ape Ship, and then we decided that was too emotional. <laughs> and and then uh we get we get we go through all this we get we get to see the book and plan these memories in, and then we see a preview of uh the, the coming events and i'm like there will only be three and i'm like why are they doing this why what is there so they're, trying to, they're trying to they're trying to show you that there's going to be real ramifications yeah, they're, they're, they're creating artificial but stakes which there's aren't not actually... going to be ramifications <laughs> that's why i said it's not going to last said artificial they're creating artificial stakes i mean they're not going to kill them because they they explicitly have said I mean, they've definitely used really poor, ambiguous language to say there's one of them just not going to be Green Lantern anymore. But, I mean, even then, what does that even mean? You know, I mean, we do have a lot of openings. You know, there was the promo image that showed that somebody was going to get involved with the um, Sinestro Corps, though I don't think it matters who that is. Um, I mean, should we, also, re- should we really be talking about the promotional images that, you know, that are for issues that haven't even come out yet? I think we should because in terms of if we're people talking about a podcast, we gotta we got to anticipate everything the fans Every possible iteration of the fans. I, you know, I mean, I mean, even even if even if three of them only get the ring, uh, it doesn't mean someone has to die. I mean, one of them could get one of the. That's what I just said. They, they right. yeah, one of them exactly. could get a different ring. I mean, there's exactly. lots. Maybe maybe exactly. maybe he'll just hang out and just. G- John could just swallow his ring again and become a guardian. Maybe maybe Kyle will become it? Robin. <laughs> maybe become Spider Man like everybody thinks he's supposed to. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be, then he'll be even more trained by Batman. <laughs> And not Donna Troy. Maybe we'll join the Amazons and be trained by Batman. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, like I said, I think there's also a good likely, likelihood that Guy Gardner is going to headline the Red Lantern title that we know is coming in like, you know, two days. So uh, there, there's a lot of possibilities. I am pretty interested to see what happens just because of whatever I, but I'm, I'm you know, as a Kyle fan, I'm not holding out hope that he's going to be kind of anything major in this storyline. I'm actually just excited to see the idea of the Green Lantern splitting down the middle. I don't quite understand why they need to send a team 
after Hal Jordan, considering they can just use his ring to pull him back to Oa like they did when he first became Green Lantern and they've done every other time. Yeah, remember, apparently all these, uh, these rules that the Green Lantern ring can do and cannot do or, you know, the, the control that the Guardian has over them seems to be, you know, uh, lucid Arbitrary. at best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's, like I said, it's a... Uh, um, Jeff Johns' continuity, whatever, and it's um, it's violating his own continuity because Secret Origins does exactly what happens, right? So it doesn't really matter. But I mean, I like it better because it's more practical. I always thought giving it's not even some... that. Apparently, apparently there's, a, there's a there's a real weird part in the original, the beginning series of Green Lantern Volume Four. You know, when, you know how Jordan comes back. He's out of Oliver Queen telling him. Oliver Queen's like, so wait, so when you put on that ring, apparently you're being monitored like twenty four seven, right? It's like, yeah, we're being yeah, monitored twenty four seven. There's nothing we can do about it. But what happens? You know, well, doesn't that mean that Big Brother's like watching? That's only matters if you're doing something wrong. Well, here's the deal. I think um, obviously this issue completely throws continuity out the window. I mean, the idea of just there being one programming change in the Manhunters making them kill the sector—that's fine, but that doesn't explain the rest of the histories of the Manhunters, which has been referenced in the comics, you know what I mean? The fact that they had a functioning society that was based on totalitarianism, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that they say one billion years as opposed to three billion years ago when everything actually happened and stuff. It's just, you know, I mean, I think somebody made the comment that it retcons two billion years of continuity, but which is pretty funny, but it's true, right? Um, <laughs> I, want, I do want to say I like the issue. Artie and Saif looks like uh, a Kubert in this art. I think there's a lot of really cool art in this and also haphazard art. I think my biggest problem with the issue is obviously um, I like I do like what Colton said that I think we're getting – I mean as much as it's kind of retconning things, I like that we're getting a clear line established of Green Lantern continuity from all these different characters. That's cool in the modern context except that it's happening in such a kind of expositional, random, haphazard way that we – I think it's obvious to everybody who's paying attention that all he's really doing is trying to line up things to match with movie continuity. And I think this story is exactly what we're going to get from the movies, you know, that Krona created the Manhunters and – or Krona was the one responsible for the for the willpower, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, – and that's a little, again, cynical and stuff. But um, I – you know, just on the good side, I did, I did like the issue because I liked the things they established and I liked the way they established them and um, – you know, I'm glad they're putting Krona to the forefront, even though it's kind of completely arbitrary and it's giving everybody something to focus on. Whereas, you know, Atras has hated the Guardian so hardcore for so long, and now he's got somebody he could just kill. You know, and that's fine. Um, so that's kind of convenient and stuff. But what are you going to do? And I, I actually do want to say something about Hal Jordan. People always talk about how silly it was that Hal Jordan went nuts in Emerald Twilight and how et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and stuff. But Hal Jordan's always kind of had a an anti, not just like he's a rebel, but like an anti Guardians, anti Green Lantern stance. I mean, he's quit the he's quit being Green Lantern so many times. And the point in this issue where he says like well, maybe the Guardians are right and there shouldn't be emotion and stuff is a pretty totalitarian fascist thing to say you know and if anybody remembers cry for justice he had the same opinion in cry for justice we should rip these guys heads off before they do any evil and stuff and how george is kind of a bad dude you know like he's a <laughs> he's just he's politically a little too um tea party for me i guess um, well he but is, overall he is, he is conservative isn't he i i didn't think he was supposed to be i thought he was supposed to be a uh, liberal just no no, no, just no, kind no of because, 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 because he was always he was always in a, he was always fighting with uh with ollie ollie and ollie was a hard-wing liberal right well, it wasn't. It was. It was the idea that Ollie was super liberal and Hal was uh, accidentally conservative, and that was by the end of um, Hard Traveling Heroes, he was supposed to have converted. So he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be liberal now." But um, I think it just he's he still leans to the right liberal. I think is what he is. So, but uh, what are you going to do? I think again, I like I like certain aspects of the story. I'm excited about what's going to come up in War of the Green Lanterns, um, and I'm I'm excited they got this bullshit expositional issue out of the way, so I can get some good stuff going next month. You know, no, if any, I have to refer if it, to it again. If if if, if anyone's got to become like the other Lantern, you know what? Just screw it. Just just make Hal permanently not Green Lantern. He's not even in this book. 
just let him have his own book. The thing is, that would be, is that, that, that be a twist. I'd, I'd actually be shocked by if they did something. If he like stays that. as a as a Yellow Lantern or something, or since Troy member or whatever. Nah, that's, I doubt that'll ever happen. But um, he might just go to. I mean, yeah, I think they're implying that he's going to try to. I don't know. I, I mean, are they trying to imply that he's going to go down? Because I don't think anybody thinks he's going to go down. It'd be pretty funny if it actually happens. Like you know, pretty much like harking back to like the old. The, the old Green Lantern days, when he actually gives up being a Green Lantern, and then we still see him in the book for, like, you know, at least 75% of it. He just keeps showing up. Hey, guys, what's going on? I think, like I said, I think the likelihood is something with, it's possible they'll take out Hal temporarily just to be exciting, or Guy's just going to become a Red Lantern, or, 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 or something like that. I don't, I hopefully don't think it's going to be Kyle. Just, it'd be nice to get Kyle any kind of profile like that, but I don't, I don't necessarily think it's going to really matter. I think we're probably just going to end up seeing, I, I think we're just going to end up obviously seeing John headlighting the, um, Emerald Warriors, I mean, Emerald Warriors, um, Green Lantern Corps, but what are you going to do? Wouldn't it be nice if they gave Guy the Red Lantern title and, and John got to have, um, Emerald Corps Wars. and then, oh, and Kyle and had Emerald or whatever, whatever you want to do, yeah, you know, you know, some some combination of that. That'll be that'll be interesting. That'd be, that'd be really nice. Every I, human I'm, gets one book. It seems too obvious for Guy to be the Red Lantern and that to be the split. But um, what do you guys think? I, I think that would be that's my ideal. Well, that's I think, my idea. Yeah, I know that that would be pretty cool. Uh, well, I think I think what we're what we're realizing here is Jeff Jeff. Let me, I don't not even that we're realizing. We know we've known this forever that Jeff Johns is only ever good when he's writing a big event. And I, uh, you know, I guess I guess Blackest Night was was the exception to the rule, but otherwise, when Jeff Johns is writing an event, it's generally pretty good. Or at least, oh, it, you know, I, I mean, maybe. I mean, there's events least, that he's least, been least, better than others. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, but right. that's when he's at his best is when he's writing like, an event. The first issue of yeah, first issue of a lot of things is pretty good. But um, they always overall, start off strong. They always yeah. have a they always they always have a good. A good start off point. Midway point, it starts to uh, you start see, seeing sort of a slowdown, and then it starts waning at the end there. Yeah, this depending is on what he's writing. I think uh, the fact that you know Wes was complaining over and over and over, and I think also Andrew is complaining over and over and over. That's completely pointless. All these entity storylines, considering Conan just gobbled them up. I think uh, is again proven by that Star Sapphire scene where Carol just literally shows up unconscious, says, "Yeah, sorry, I lost the entity. Forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> forget that." <laughs> Maybe we do something else with that. Yeah, just, just a lot. It's, it's a lot of. It's, not, it's been a lot of build up and, and waste of like waste of build up stuff because because yeah. it's, it's probably you know they're like hey we need to get to this point and you have this much time so put stuff in between it. Yeah, well, I didn't even realize that Corona collecting the entities was a problem until he did it. You know, and and yeah. technically the entire New Guardian storyline, which took at least four and a half years, I think, um, uh, just ended and all it did was introduce the next storyline, which is cool because I think this is finally War of the Green Lanterns is finally one I want to read. Though I guess it's not going to end the way I, I want it to end, which is going to be like the guard. He's getting taken down because we saw that little glimpse of the future. But yeah, that's well, I don't know, what do you guys? Uh, last issue when they showed the glimpse, I don't think we talked about it. Is that is that? What do you guys think? That's Atrocitus or just somebody else possessed by one of the entities? Because that makes sense if they imprison somebody who's possessed by an entity, and that's how they get rid of one of the four. Wes, what do you think? What could we take it? You know, what can we take from this? Like, you know, what what is more dangerous than I guess Hal Jordan? You know, the greatest Green Lantern uh, there ever was. I guess was that not Krona? Uh, that's no, not it's, supposed to be Corona. It's not, I don't believe it's, so because it's different word balloon. Though it's possible. I think we're we're not supposed to know. Ion Hal? No, why would he refer to himself as me if we're looking at Hal? You take a different form because he's possessed. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't want to justify it, but it's possible. Well, to get back to this issue and the interior of this issue, and not teasing the next issue. Um. I I have too much of a problem with it. I thought there were a lot of spots that were 
pretty bad, like Eric said. Uh, the Carol thing is just inexcusable. And not even Carol, because you know what? That's fine with me. Um, Krona and Indigo both have secret powers that we don't know about. So, yeah, sure. Between them two, Carol pops out of nowhere. Um, but Sinestro, like, what the fuck? He was. Shut the, shut the fuck up. Exactly. Um, <laughs> get off my car. These nuts. Game off. Well, like I was saying, um, Eric pointed out that Carol was out of the blue, but I think between Krona's stupid powers and Indigo's stupid staff, that you could make a case that somehow they triggered her to be there. But with Sinestro, we know that these guys just came from the Watchtower, and they just came from uh, Detroit, so it's not like the Sinestro Corps was on their way to Detroit looking for the Blue Lantern entity. Uh, the Sinestro Corps just came from fucking court, so why is he popping up with the New Guardians? And speaking of New, Gar- New Guardians, um, my biggest problem with the issue is that they pop up on this planet, um, and the book recognizes them as the New Guardians. Like, who the fuck ever called them the New Guardians? Yeah. Like, there's no well, reason to call them the New Guardians. They don't have the entities. No, they don't have a single entity at that. What are they, gar- what are they, prophetic. What are they guarding? Like, yeah. What are they guarding? It's supposed well, to be prophetic. I think that's the idea. No, yeah, I think that's the idea. It's supposed to be prophetic. It was supposed to be that the book, whatever, because the book is supposed to have all these prophecies in it. The idea is supposed to recognize them as the future Guardians kind of a thing, which is yeah. silly because it's the first time anybody's really – well, the second time I think people have mentioned them as the new Guardians, and it's yet to be established exactly what that means. But it's well, supposed it's to be a tease. I can't remember the first. Here they yeah. are, things. Yeah, you know, Guardians with, of the Universe. You know, with the, with the exception of Hal, each of them kind of runs their own group. I guess that's the idea, right? Eventually, the Guardians are going to get tossed out. I don't understand why they'd be allowed to run the universe anyway. Two of their groups are based on wholesale murder. Uh, like I, I, like, I like the picture of the Guardian with the lipstick. and the several Oh, things. my God. That was <laughs> horrible. All through this fucking issue, they just had her with the brightest shade of lipstick you've ever seen in your fucking life. It's ridiculous. You know, maybe maybe they have to pass a vote like uh, majority rules. Yeah, the, four the sevenths. Art, the art was... Um... I think I, I could I could I could see where where Saif stopped drawing, which is weird. I, did, I didn't realize Saif drew any of this because I didn't see I didn't see five o'clock shadows everywhere in this issue. Um, but like I, I could clearly see the, the difference of when Saif stopped drawing and and Bennis started, and um, and I didn't I didn't hate Bennis as much as I usually hate Bennis, uh, but I think that's mainly because he didn't draw any women. Uh, he drew Sade. Except, yeah, except he drew the, the... I don't think it was Sade. I think he just... I think it was a, a feature Zamoron. And he drew the one female Maltusian. And, and, and that was it. But I, was, it's, I think that's why I, did, I didn't hate... I didn't hate Bennis' art as much as I... I normally hate Bennis' art. Because, let's be fair, Bennis' art is pretty awful. Yeah. Does it seem, does it seem a little bit telling to anybody that uh, at the, on the last page with the... There can only be three that, like, n- none of the rings there are actually Kyle's ring? <laughs> that was just. I think that's just a. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just a bad, bad research, though. What's what's yeah, new yeah. about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's not not much else to say about, uh, about the issue. No, you know? it's a lot I could say, but I, I know, Brandon. I know there's a lot. There's a lot we can say about the issue. You know, to rip it to shreds, but I think we should leave it on a high note. <laughs> it, it, on a high note, we actually kind of I, liked I, it. it. Kinda, yeah. Like as a whole, it was a prelude. 
It's, it's, down. Perfect, it's perfectly fine, you know. It's perfectly fine. Jeff Jones is really good at getting you excited for the upcoming event. Uh, loud explosion. <laughs> He's good at the foreplay, but he disappoints in the f- climax. Never yeah, that comes. Was, that's actually kind of funny. I'm actually excited to see Kilowog versus Salak. I think I hope they do that because that's uh, that's actually going to be a fight. That's like why? You know, why? Why would they do that? Because they did it on the the cover of the uh, the promo. Sorry, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. But uh, you know, we we can't take all of that for heart. That could that could possibly sure, not could happen. Be. Hopefully, that's not happening because John Stewart is taking out Sornik, Natu, and Kyle at the same time. But yeah, there was supposed to be snakes going through Arisia's eyes that one time. Those covers never made it. It may, yeah, it there's, may, there's, it may also, still happen. supposed to be uh, an attack on Oa, this issue, and there wasn't. <laughs> I think we're supposed to, I think we are going to get a split, not just the four of them versus everybody, even though that's what all the promos are saying. The promos it's are all pretty, saying, uh, you know, it's the promos weird. are all saying how it's all going to, I mean, it's unfortunate because not to be like, whatever, oh, we shouldn't talk about the promos, but a lot of people do, and, I mean, you know, it's such a big part of reading this, comics this now. This is why like, I don't read them. I, I, they're, uh, they're annoying, and they, they tell me stuff that I don't care, that I don't want to know about. I want to read the books. <laughs> So Sorry, close well, here's the thing. Here's close the your thing. ears. Eric, Eric just mentioned that guys should go to the <laughs> Red Lantern book Red with book. Uh, Peter Milligan. Um Is everybody okay with that? Like, if that actually happened, like, is is Guy Gardner the the one Green Lantern you wouldn't mind being kicked to the side? I think he's strong enough to kind of carry his own thing. Like I said, I I would appreciate. I mean, Kyle's being spotlight, but the thing is, I, don't I mean, this mean, wouldn't be the, this wouldn't be the first. Here's the His problem. History problem. Is, that, this wouldn't be the first time Guy Garner would have been out of the Green Lantern Corps true. and I mean, using his own ring. The, the thing uh, is, you he'd, know, he'd, he'd come back soon enough anyway. I mean, like it's, it's not like it's not like he'd be a Red Lantern forever. So I wouldn't. It I wouldn't. could be. I mean, he was Guy Garner, uh, Yellow Lantern uh, protege for a while. Yeah, but that, that was that was that was while there was no core and everything. Although then again, we don't know if there's a core after the War of the Green Lanterns. Was, not, actually, when he was, there was they're not going to. They're not going to combust Emerald Warriors at this point. That's just not going to happen. Well, they could always just give it to... What we were saying what we were saying earlier is they could probably just transfer that off to one of the other guys. I just don't think Peter Tomasi is going to want to just stop writing him is what it is. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Peter Tomasi is a big fan of him, and I think that's what we've got to pay attention he, to. Well, but that's, that's be like, I don't, he, he wouldn't give up Guy for Kyle? No, he doesn't like Kyle. He said that he doesn't like Kyle, but he did kind of say, that. Eh, well, originally, when I went into GLC, I didn't really like Kyle, but... Over time, I kind of got to like him a, a little bit, I guess. He's written some of the... I mean, I, he's the only guy who's written good Kyle stuff in the past, like, five years. So, I mean, I'm not going to fault the guy. I wish he were... They're, 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 not, they're not really going to do anything. One of two people who's written Kyle in the last five <laughs> no, he's, he's showed up in every Green Lantern title, but it's just that he's... he's it really, it's, a little really, bit sad. it's a little bit sad that as soon as, you know, Tomasi started to build things like, you know, rebuilt Warriors on Oa and stuff like that, and Kyle's artwork and shit on Oa, and then everything goes to the... Goes to the crapper as soon as he leaves. They're, they're really not going to do anything to Guy because he's got no. a, he's got a new no. book that just came out and he's got you know he's got a stuff going on. They're not going to do anything to Hal because he's got a movie coming out. Yeah, uh, exactly. And and they, so they don't fuck with titular characters right. in uh, so a movie. The, so the only, technically, the only... if they do something with if they do something major with Hal, they could always use it as a selling point to kind of have the franchise movie trilogy series tear off into that as opposed to the parallax stuff because Batman died when the Dark Knight came out. Just saying. But, but, but the, no, the Dark Knight was a sequel and it was on its own merits and everything. Whatever. Don't don't that's not that's not the same thing. But it's not it's not necessarily but I I, I, I agree. Also, I yeah, yeah, Batman has a lot more. Uh, is the yeah, time I feel like he didn't die that year. No, he did. did he? Well, no, R.I.P. was was being published when Dark Knight came out. Yeah. So that's true. But 
but <laughs> but he didn't really die. <laughs> no, but it's also it's also Batman. Batman There's has no- his own cred- credibility to last. You know, that was also last- this, that was that was also the first time that the Batman franchise allowed um, franchising. You know, I mean, that was the whole. Everybody remembers the Batman embargo for JLA JLU, where they couldn't use any Batman characters except for Batman. Um, and had to get special exception to use Alfred and stuff like that. And the idea being because they were like, well, we're, we're representing Batman in like three or four different mediums. And we want to make sure it's as, consi- as consistent as we can be. And the same reason Smallville's never used Wonder Woman. They've never used Batman and stuff. And, you know, the idea being they want to keep it consistent. So this that was the first time ever they've done that with Batman. They also didn't do a, a video game, even though they're developing one. They didn't do a, a comic adaption of it, even though they were developing one and stuff. So, I mean, it, I think it, a lot of that had to do with Heath, Heath Ledger's death, but that's a whole other thing. Huh. But maybe maybe uh, maybe Kuan's right. It's just because of the idea that Grant Morrison's such a successful writer and it was such a well-regarded run, they're not going to tell him what to do. Right? Maybe that was part of Grant Morrison's title uh, uh, contract. He says, "You cannot edit me." That's probably why. Like, certain, <laughs> <laughs> it explains like, uh, so much. It does explain why. Like, yeah, Bruce, Return of Bruce Wayne is like you know, Return of Bruce Wayne. You know, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Move on. <laughs> You know, if if they don't do anything to Helm, they don't do anything to Guy. That that leaves the the, the new, the, basically the, the newest guy and the black guy to do something with him. Right, that might not that, end it, well. It, 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 it is Kyle guy. still the newest guy? I think Sodom is technically the newest guy. Well, the, the newest guy. human Green Lantern who has his own, who has a yeah, book. Is a human we want, we want to find out about? Like John, John was untouchable for for years. Like until, like you know, until recently, John was pretty much untouchable because if anybody walked into the comics, they knew they knew they knew the Justice League cartoons. They knew oh, this this is it's 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 John John Stewart, the black guy. Um, can can they really afford? Well, here's the, to, I think to they kill another person of ethnicity that's famous. And I just I don't think they're going to kill him. I think I think changing John from where he is as the Green Lantern is not going to work because he still is a visible face, and I think they've made a point to kind of push him as kind of the elder statesman, I guess, of the group. And but see, and it, a lot of the crossovers he shows up. You know, if, if they if they as soon as if, I mean as soon as the movie comes out, he's he's a visible face, but he's he's less of a visible face because they've got Hal Jordan out now. He's he's the Green Lantern. But no, that, yeah, that yeah. doesn't stop people from. Asking every day why isn't common the, the Green Lantern? Yeah, but but, but but those people aren't the people that are going to be jumping into the comics anyway. You never know. This right? is completely irrelevant. But um, I read uh, Blackest Night Green Lantern Core today, and it's awful. What? Yeah, it's truly awful. The, You're out of your mind. I just read that like last week, and I loved it. I own that. No, book, no, I love you that have book. to read the trade. It's awful. I, did. I have, I have trade. a trade. No, you can't. Like, that one page, they are saying, "Let's go kick Necron's ass." And the next page, they are celebrating. It's well, that's because you're supposed to go from Green Lantern to Green Lantern. Oh yeah, well, like, you're saying it's terribly terrible. terrible. That's, oh, that's why these yeah. trades are bullshit. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. yeah, that's that's something. They're supposed to be read yeah, chronologically, yeah. not by series. That was. Did you anybody? I don't know if anybody. Y'all, I'm sure y'all. Well, most of you guys read the new Krypton thing. Yeah. They've put out every single new Krypton storyline except for the Captain Adam one, which is absurd because it deals with one of the major storyline points. But um. It, they're, they're, it's in gobbledygook order. It's like insanely out of order. I mean, it, it collects all the titles based on the titles, which is totally fine. Except then, when you get Isn't the last in one huh? part out so far, no, I think it's all of breaking it. that down. Oh, it's, it's all, all in there. Is this put, War of the Green Lanterns or New Krypton? Well, is this the yeah, New Krypton? War of Superman. You meant to say? Yeah, War of Superman. Yeah, thank you. So it was like they have the first. They had the first two trades were the original miniseries of New Krypton. Then 
volumes three and four of New Krypton were actually the first 12 issues of New Krypton. And then they did um, Last Stand of New Krypton, which collects all these Superwoman, uh, Supergirl issues. Then they put a, Supergirl, a bunch of Supergirl New Krypton issues in the middle of a trade paperback about the Insect Queen. And then they had two Monel issues that take place <laughs> after was Last issue. Stand. <laughs> well, they put, had two issues of Monel that took place. They had an issue of Monel which took place after Last Stand that they didn't put in the tiny little Last it, it Stand. Sounds, it, sounds like, it sounds like right now we're just ranting about. I'm uh, confused. Oh, well, no, it's it's a problem. I think. Let's tighten it up. Yeah, do, do we need to talk about this on the show? I think I think we can end the show. And Bob Wayne that the trade issues or Bob Harris rather because that was his job. <laughs> yeah, actually, I got the tales for the core um, trade just the other day because Borders is going out of business, and I wouldn't have bought it otherwise. But um, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's completely indecipherable. That's like reminds you of the Sinister Core trade. I mean, they're finally putting out Sinister Core in order, but I guarantee you they're still not going to put those specials but, in the middle of it and everything. You know, but, yeah. one thing I think should do they should do what they did with like the the Jack Kirby omnibuses or the uh, the the uh, Chronicle series where they put everything in order. I mean, those trades work. It yeah, work. Work. Well, most I mean, trades are. Most trades are, but with these big events, they can't. It's jumble, yeah. right? Because everything's in so many different locations. They're so they run through so many different books. You can't really like mix them all together. Uh, pretty much, you'll, you'll have to make an omnibus for it. But they want to, you know, ship them all out individually to make sure yeah, so they cash in. you got to make enough money to to uh, what's the to word? create the omnibus. Yeah, yeah. You can justify it on the bus. Yeah, so that's it, right? That's that's the show, <laughs> and that's uh, that's that's in the, the show. Uh, we cover everything here. Exactly. We everything. We pretty much covered everything. You know, our our extreme hatred for not in uh, you know chronological order. Uh, trade paperbacks are our dislike and likes. Uh, you know, lipstick and uh, Ed, Ed Bendis. Ed. I mean, they were able to do it before. Why are they not able to do it now? Like, look at like Return of Superman Omnibus. Like back in the day, like in like fucking nineteen ninety six, they were able to do it just fine then and get it up quickly and on time and affordably. Because why can't they do it now? All of a sudden, money. Well, it's different papers, it different money. sizes. Yeah. Well, it costs too much to put a deluxe edition. Uh, they, they, less, they, less people buying comics. They they do some Omnibus. That's probably only do a few. They don't really uh, go out for some of their series. Don't make the effort. Because you have to justify it. All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> I said the show is done. Yeah, I okay. see. I thought it was done before we started. For when as soon as yeah, as long show. as the recordings. <laughs> well, I think I think we're we're pretty much to say well, you guys uh, are actually doing a show. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad you like you know jumped in there. Did you think we just talk to each other on the? Well, we don't do that. We don't okay. like each other like that. I yeah. like you. <laughs> Carlton, you why awkward. Are we, why are we not finishing this up? Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Join us next week as as Eric and Wes yell about the state of comic books. We're all happy, fun time friends. So join us next week for last week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Really? Are we going to keep going? We want to join us next week, last week, whatever, ending. Bye. Be sure to check us out at www.thegreenlanterncore.com. You can also email us at contact at thegreenlanterncore.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the GLCore. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash glspotlight. You can reach our voicemail line at 313-GL1-2814. That's 313-451-2814. Thanks for listening, and check us out next time, and please stop masturbating when I'm talking to you. Don't forget to check out Kirby Crackle, the performance of our opening theme, Ring Capacity, at kirbycracklemusic.com. Also check out the Roy Clark Method, the performance of our ending theme, Sector 2814, at freewebs.com slash Method.
magic green. It is the color green. It can do anything. Sometimes it speaks to me. It says, How? What have you done with your life? People around you keep dying. Use your will to right the wrong. And don't make us wait for too long. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. Ass to ass resuscitation? You never go ass to ass. Eric. You're the only one here that remembers that. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. Anytime somebody says they like Darren Aronofsky as a director, I'm like, oh yeah, ass to ass. I love that. I'm all about that. Ass to ass. What are you people talking about? Ass to ass. I think it's weird how I guess it's got to be Joe Prado's art, right? That looks just like the Kubert. Like all of a sudden, the guy became a Kubert. You know what I'm talking about? Like Joe Prado's not anywhere on this book. One second, Colton, Colton, stop breathing into your mic. I'm not breathing at all. I'm sorry. I meant to say. I'm sorry. I meant to say Artie and say if I was think. I'm always thinking Joe Prado already and say Yeah. Anyway, you can just edit that out. I guess. All right. uh, The big surprise, I guess, is already and say Again, seriously, Colton, stop breathing into your microphone. My mic is above my head, you asshole. Okay. Well, we can hear your breath coming through your microphone. Yeah, we hear that. That's a lot of breath. Mute it, man. Or hold your breath. Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, I keep hearing that tapping. I can't. I can't even say it. I'm not even playing Pac-Man or anything. I know you're not playing Pac-Man. I know you're not playing Pac-Man. <sighs> what does Wes think? Because I think <laughs> he's actually playing Pac-Man. I don't know what you're referring to, but um, Pac-Man? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I mean at, the, at, at the near tease. the end of what at, is the, this at the near the end at, near oh, at the, the end of the last issue. Oh, you old forgot old. to and Colton, Colton, you forgot, forgot to say Andrew, Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> um, I was looking was at the chat. Are, are we live? Yeah, we, we are. We'll do this live. We are. We just got to streaming in. too, so the world hears us. We got to call in. Anyway, um, <laughs> Iron Green is here. He wants to tell us why uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. That's fine. That's not fine. There you go. Here he's he's taking the mic. Hang on. Well, you're I wasn't in the middle of I have thought. to edit all of this out. I don't listen yeah, to y'all be, because everything I posted in that thread. Andrew's to, kind of put me in the spot right I have now. To edit all of this out now. Hey, you can hang up the phone and we'll be just fine. <laughs> I'll kick your ass. Oh. So Andrew, yeah. There can no. be only three. How no. about how about no. Brandon how finishes Brandon his finish fucking what he's thought? Yeah. Nobody cares. Thank you. Colton. Colton, no. A, this is why just, you don't I'm speak. just kidding. This is, this this is, is why, why we don't let you talk, Colton. We love you, Brandon. Go hold your, your breath. Okay, okay, everybody, quiet now. Let's, let's get Brandon. <laughs> get Brandon to say what he's saying. Well, to get back to 
series. Um, what was I gonna say? Shit, 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 shit. It was some. Oh. Stay tuned for. Uh, <laughs> next week for the next episode of West of Center, where we talk about comics. See you next Tuesday. West of yeah. Center. I feel like that's an insult. West of Center. No, it just means it's like, like I'm not normal or something. Just means you're politically one way or the other. <laughs> it's a, if you're gonna have a name, if you're gonna have like a talk show, that would be a perfect name for the talk show. Just Wait, so you know. I, I would, I, I would watch that show. I, w- I really want to see Super. That's 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 with uh, what's his face, right? That's with the Harrison. No, it's Rain Wilson and um, Bruce. And, and 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 oh, Michael Rooker. Bruce what's Tim that? should invite Conan O'Brien over and dress him as the Flaming Sea. Yeah, Woody Harrelson have a superhero kind of thing coming out. That'd be awesome. No, Super Super is Super is Rain Wilson. Uh, apparently, Ellen Page, Liv Tyler, Kevin Bacon, and also Michael Rooker. <laughs> Well, what's the Ellen Page and Woody Harrelson movie? I don't think that exists. It does exist. It is hard of hearts. Woody Harrelson. God damn it. Woody Harrelson doesn't do much because he's got like crazy, ridiculous uh, standards for... Defender. Defender. It's called Defender. Like, like... It came out already, yeah. Yeah, that came out like two years ago. Whoa, 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 suck it. Alright, it didn't come out in America. Well, except on um, the red the red thing on my Netflix. Except except Canada is, is in the North America, which is America. Okay, that's not America. That's dry open space land. Also, dry Page, open space land. So Ellen Page is not in that movie. Ellen Page is in that movie. No, she's not. And it came out in America yes, a is. year ago. <laughs> it so, did not come out in America a year ago. That it just previewed in America a year ago, bitch. <clears throat> However, Sony pages. Pictures, Sony Pictures Worldwide Acquisitions Group has decided not to release the film in the United States theatrica- theatrically. So Darius Films, which produced the film, self-released the film in the United States thre- theatrically on February twenty-sixth, twenty ten. No, it, it didn't. It has also been no, released no, to DVD no, on April thirteenth, twenty ten. No. No. No, I dare you to find it on DVD in America. I dare you. No. You, you want to pull super. it up? See? Ellen Page is in Super. Yes, that's what I said. She's not in Defender. No, you didn't say Ellen Page. Yes, you I said s- that other bitch. Did I not say you Ellen said- Page? No, super, super, super is Super is Rain Wilson, uh, apparently Ellen Page, Liv Tyler, Kevin Bacon. You said, said no, you said that Rain Wilson, bitch. Ellen Page, Liv said, Tyler, and Kevin hey, Bacon. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. I haven't recorded you. Hey. Ow! Hey, Andre Royo is in there. My knee, fuck. He's bubbles. I, I haven't recorded. I can I can play it back he for you. He was bubbles. He was bubbles on the wire. 